A rare case of brain-eating amoeba has been confirmed in Florida. And a human head was found on the side of a Florida road. And a man gets his sixth DUI, but this is the first one on a lawnmower. And a family finds a strange woman cooking ramen noodles in their kitchen in Florida. Yes, this is Friday, and this is Florida Friday. Welcome to Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Friday. All the weird degenerate news coming out of the state of Florida this week. I'm your host, Jonesy. Thanks for joining me. Let's lead you into the weekend with some hilarious, ridiculous, weird news out of our favorite state, Florida. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? Can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. Florida issues a warning about a rare case of brain-eating amoeba. Ooh, this thing eats brains? Well, it's it's going to starve in the state of Florida, I'll tell you right now. This is not a place for a brain-eating amoeba to flourish. There ain't no brains in the borders of Florida. Silly amoeba. A case of a rare brain-eating amoeba was confirmed, though, in the state of Florida, according to the health officials. The Florida Department of Health said one person in Hillsborough County had contracted this brain-eating amoeba. The scientific name is... Nagleria fowleri. It's a microscopic single-celled amoeba that can cause an infection of the brain, and it's usually fatal. This is commonly found, this amoeba, in warm, fresh water. The amoeba enters the body through the nose. The Department of Health did not outline where the infection was contracted exactly or the patient's current condition. The amoeba cannot be passed from person to person. Infections are typically seen in southern U.S. states. They are rare in Florida, where only 37 cases have been reported since 1962. Well, there's been 37 people with brains in Florida since 1962. Wow, you'd think they'd have their shit together a little better. The health officials are urging locals to avoid nasal contact with water from taps and other sources. Yeah, avoid nasal contact. Uh, this includes bodies of open water, such as lakes, rivers, ponds, canals, where infections are more likely in the warmer summer months of July, August, and September. Uh, those with the Naglaria fowleri amoeba may have such symptoms as fever, nausea, vomiting, as well as a stiff neck and headaches. Unfortunately, most people die from this amoeba within a week. Aye, it's bad enough we have a virus rolling around. Now you got a brain-eating amoeba. What next? Is this the end of the world right in front of my face? It seems like it. Certainly living in Florida is not easy. It just isn't. If you're one of those rare people that have a brain down there, now you got to worry about this amoeba eating the shit out of it and putting you, putting you on your deathbed. That's a shame. Well, then this notification goes out. Anybody with a brain in Florida, you better get out. Just get out. Get out. Don't take a boat. Stay away from the water. Drive away. Just drive away swiftly. <laughs> I jest, but this is a serious condition. The Department of Health recommends people avoid bodies of warm, fresh water around power plants. Well, who's hanging out with fresh in fresh water around power plants? I thought we knew better than that. Well, it is Florida, so... 
They want you to avoid shallow fresh water during periods of high water temperature. You should also pinch your nose when playing in warm fresh water as well. Uh, you could possibly be exposed to this amoeba through a neti pot when rinsing congested sinuses. Oh, goodness. So if you're going to use a neti pot, they urge you to boil your water um, or use distilled or sterile water. Um, I doubt people are using neti pots in Florida. That seems like uh, because that's something that smart people seem to do, right? Neti pots. Is it? I don't know. Is it a dumb thing to do? I tried it, but I almost drowned. I felt like I was drowning. I was like, is this what waterboarding feels like, this neti pot situation? Well, regardless, you shouldn't be putting that warm, fresh water anywhere near your nose because right up there is your brain, and this amoeba just loves brains. It sure does. I better watch out for myself because I got a big one. A human head was found on the side of the road in Florida. This is St. Petersburg, a woman was out for a jog in St. Petersburg on Tuesday when she came across a human head on the side of the road that was decomposing. This is according to the police. Homicide detectives are actually searching a wooded area near the intersection of 38th Avenue and 31st Street, and they want the public to help them. Yes, whose head is this? Where did it come from? Here's a quote from police officer Yolanda Fernandez. We are asking the public if they saw anything suspicious to let us know. We've had a few tips come in and we're tracking them down. That's it. That's her only quote. Uh, yeah, if you've seen anything suspicious, such as someone getting their head cut off, if you could call the police, please. <laughs> I assume anybody's seeing anything suspicious that involves severing a person's head would call the police, I'd imagine. They have a few tips. I want to know what those tips are. I mean, who's calling in? You know, I thought someone, I thought I saw somebody taking someone's head off, but they might just have been giving them a hug. I don't know. It's just, it's a tip. I'm giving it to you, police department. Do what you will with it. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if uh, this one individual was chopping off the other individual's head or if they were just dancing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a tip. You do it, You do with it what you will. Due to the state of these remains... Police have not been able to ascertain the age, gender, or even the ethnicity of this deceased individual's head. Uh, wow, it must be pretty decomposed. How long was it sitting there on the side of the road? Wouldn't you just let human heads rest on the side of the road in Florida? They can stay for days. No one says shit. Wow, unbelievable. Maybe, maybe people do see other people being beheaded in Florida and don't say anything. I mean, they don't even report a human head for days. It's just part of the normal atmosphere. Oh, what's that, a head over there? Yeah, no problem. Well, an alligator will eventually eat it. Just leave it there. They have a medical examiner on the case to try to determine the time of death, determine how long the head has been there. But the officer Fernandez said uh, that they don't believe the person died at this location. <laughs> There's no active crime scene, uh, officer Fernandez said. Yeah, I mean, you, you could... Obviously, it wasn't done at that location. You would find a lot of other stuff there. You know, it, clearly the head was transported. What a sick individual to just take the head and just plop it on the side of the road. <laughs> I mean, this is outrageous, man. You can't even get murdered with dignity in Florida. They just they humiliate you thereafter. It's unbelievable. It's Florida Friday only on Weird AF News. A Florida man gets a DUI number six, but the first one on a lawnmower. 
I'm going to do this article with a Boston accent because I think it's going to be fun. It doesn't matter what you're driving. You can't drive drunk. Not in Florida, although everybody seems to do it. Scott Pritchard learned the hard way when the, when the Holmes Beach Police Department found him allegedly driving drunk on his lawnmower. The police say he darted out in front of their cruises without lights on his vehicle. I didn't know lawnmowers had lights, but apparently... I didn't know you could drive a lawnmower around at night. Mow your lawn at night. They're built for that. I didn't know they had lights. Here's a quote from Holmes Police Department Chief William. William says, Yeah, my officers were leaving one call, and all of a sudden, across their path, goes a grasshopper lawnmower. Now, m- mind you, it's midnight, and there's no lights. This gentleman went through the parking lot of Cross Point Church all over the friggin' road. <laughs> I love how he called him a gentleman. He called Pritchard a gentleman, this DUI maniac. Uh, the officers say Pritchard had a Mike's Hard Lemonade in his possession. <laughs> a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, my goodness. The perfect liquor when you're doing it in a Boston accent. It's, a, it's almost as though this story was waiting for me to do it in a Boston accent. He had a Hard Lemonade in his possession. This guy's just sucking down Hard Lemonades, doing donuts in a church parking lot on a friggin' lawnmower. Amazing. Amazing. Pritchard told the officers what he was doing. He says, I'm retrieving my lawnmower from my neighbor's house. Well, how do you explain doing these donuts in a church parking lot all hopped up on the Mike's Hard Lemonade, Pritchard? But unfortunately, you took your lawnmower onto the road while you were intoxicated, Pritchard. And by the way, it says here in the article, this is a rather large lawnmower and quite dangerous. I don't know how big this lawnmower is. It's got lights, though. Must be something. Police say this was Pritchard's sixth DUI. But his first one on the lawnmower. Pritchard has pra- Pritchard 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 has passed arrests for DUIs in Florida, Michigan, and Illinois. This guy's just driving DUI all over the world. Unbelievable. Oh, listen to this nonsense. Pritchard's license was revoked in 1986 and permanently taken away in 1992. Chief Williams says, "I realize this is a little bit odd, but obviously Pritchard figured that would be his only option for driving this lawnmower." We're very happy the officers got him stopped, got him off the road. Obviously, that will not stop him in the future. Yeah, it will not stop him in the future. This Pritchard just insists on driving around wasted, all messed up on the hard lemonade. And, and what are you going to do? I, I mean, it's Florida. Let's just be thankful Pritchard's not all messed up on the, on the bath salts or, or other choices. There's other choices in Florida, for sure. I'm the host of Florida Friday. I'm the host of Florida Friday. I'm the host of Florida Fridays, and it's making me insane. I got Florida on the brain. A woman breaks into a Florida home and cooks ramen noodles. Yes, a family found a stranger inside their home cooking noodles after she made a sandwich. She's now facing criminal charges, of course. The occupants of this home on Hampton Road told the deputies that they found 33-year-old Patricia Nicole Junk. Her last name's Junk? Oh, the poor girl. I mean, she's just been through the ringer with a last name like that. You got to kind of give people a free pass when they have a terrible last name, I think, sometimes, you know. It's just like, because they've just been getting shit their whole life. 
Patricia Junk. Patty Junk. I mean, imagine this poor girl. You're in Florida, first of all. That's not good. Growing up in Florida. And your last name's Junk to, to boot? Unbelievable. Uh, the, you parents of Florida kids, don't, you know, do something about the names here. It's bad enough you're, you're procreating in the state of Florida, okay? There's brain amoebas. You know, there's Pritchard. I mean, there's many reasons not to be procreating in Florida. And, then, you know, you got a stupid name as well. It's just, you know, these poor kids, they, they, they don't have a chance. They don't have a chance in Florida. Anyways, back to this Patty Junk situation. They found her in the kitchen. It says here, all of the occupants of the home denied knowing her or letting her into the home. <laughs> uh, what, did they cross-examine them? Do you know Patty Junk? Hmm? You are going to deny letting her into your home to cook ramen at 4.30 in the morning? Hmm? The first deputy on the scene found a pot of noodles, noodles cooking on the stove, and later located junk sitting on the front porch of a house about a block away eating a cup of noodles, according to the report. So she cooked them in the home and then ate them in a different house. Uh, she's all messed up, this junk. She's on the junk. And the deputies asked Junk what, what the hell she was doing, cooking noodles in one house and then eating them on the porch of another house, neither of which she actually lived in. Junk told the deputies that an older male named Rabbit told her she could stay at the home whenever she wanted. <laughs> yeah, you don't trust anybody named Rabbit. Nobody in Florida named Rabbit anyways. Is she like on something and she's just like, uh, you know, living in a fantasy Alice in Wonderland world? Uh Deputies noted that the home was unlocked when Patty Junk entered. The total damages were listed at <laughs> total damages are listed at two dollars for the noodles, three dollars for a loaf of bread, for a total of five dollars. Ooh, five dollars in damages. But I mean, there's also going to be long-term mental anguish for the family that woke up and found Patty Junk uh, making ramen noodles in their in their kitchen. Uh, Patty Junk is charged with burglary of an occupied residence and petite theft. Uh, yes, a petite theft. Let's use a French adjective in our Florida laws. Uh, Patty Junk remained in the county jail. With a, yeah, you know, Patty Junk. I mean, what, she's just back in jail. This Patty Junk is always going to be in jail. It's just how it is. But man, I tell you, from doing Weird AF News for three years, I have come across many a story about people doing weird shit after they break into people's homes. I mean, this is not this is nothing. Cooking ramen? This is nothing. I mean, I covered a story like a year and a half ago or so where someone broke into someone's home and then sucked their toes. I mean, <laughs> that's that's banane right there, I'll tell you right now. I think at the end of the day, the family's got to be grateful that all she did was break into the house and cook noodles instead of cutting off somebody's head and putting it on the side of the road. Where it will sit, it'll sit there for days because it's Florida and no one cares. Weird AF News keeps on turning. What's up, y'all? This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thank you for listening all the way to, to the outro of this Florida Friday episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I love to lead you into the weekend with some uh, comedy. Hopefully you found some some funny stuff within this episode of Weird AF News. I want to thank everyone who has sent me Florida Friday stories throughout the week. You can do so by emailing me at funnyjones at gmail.com, which is also my PayPal account. If you'd like to drop me a couple of ducats to buy a coffee or a beer, whatever. I want to give love to William Marshall, who emailed me at that funnyjones at gmail address. William Marshall from Pennsylvania wrote, At last, a news talk show 
radio show that discusses the more important things in life, subjects too, too controversial, sensitive, and crude for the average listener. I love the topic-shifting views that you bring realism and complete funniness to that only morons wouldn't understand. I work at Marshall Pallet in York, Pennsylvania. So being at a family business, I need all the happy, undramatic things I can find to surround myself with. And you, Jonesy, you, my friend, are on my list. Thanks for being you, Billy Marshall, York, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Billy Marshall, Marshall Pallet. Shout out to Marshall Pallet. Uh, then, then he enclosed a picture of a... Of a uh, a rooster called Big Blue. This is my favorite rooster, Jonesy. He is a blue partridge Brahma named Big Blue, and Big Blue likes your podcast as well. Well, shout out to William Marshall and Big Blue, uh, fans of the podcast in Pennsylvania. A lot of love there. What a great email. Thank you, William. That was a fantastic email that really made me smile this morning. Um, I also want to read a, a good review that I got on Amazon. Uh, this is just a it's, it's Amazon customer, which is anonymous, but they left me five stars, which is lovely. Big thumbs up on the five stars. Uh, they wrote, essentially, only news, the only news I still listen to. Like others said, part of my morning routine for early listening. Mutes the screams of death I can hear outside my window every morning. A lot of stories are funny, yet end up for a great morning chat with the family while eating. Great humor, and it's nice to hear some laughter and happiness. Sometimes I skip the end for the call-ins, but either way, five out of five stars. Would recommend moving to Canada, though. Seems like more more your jive with great coffee and the best greens in the world. Oh, this must be someone from Canada. Really pimping out Canada with great coffee and greens. Oh, I'm all about coffee and greens. I'll go up to Canada. You guys got great senses of humor as well. You forgot to mention Amazon customer. What a great sense of humor Canadians have. The best even. The best. I think so. Unbelievable. My Canadian fans are just bomb. Um, shout out to Canada. Um, no, my U.S. fans, obviously awesome as well, obviously. But um, I'm, I'm always surprised with how many fans I have in Canada. Uh, any fans in, in other remote reaches of the globe want to reach out? I'd love to hear somebody from some weird-ass place. You know, I got somebody in South Africa that reached out to me, like one person, I think. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, recently, someone from Scotland as well. I thought that was dope. So, yeah, I'd love to hear from my fans from the far reaches of the universe. Anybody from Mars? Um, you guys can reach out to me anytime. Please write a review if you have time. It's not a big deal. Um, if you can't, no, no worries. But if you could, it would be very helpful. Uh, on iTunes or Amazon is, is the easiest way to do it. Um, also, tell a friend. Tell a friend about Weird AF News this weekend when you're at a when you're when you're at a barbecue or whatever the hell you're doing. I hope you're not at a barbecue though. Or if you are, it's just less than six people. That would be uh, preferable. I, I don't want you to catch anything. I'm just I'm worried about you guys. I want you to stay safe, stay social distanced, stay masked as well. Why not? Um, yes, yes. I'm, I'm wishing you the best. During this trying time that we're still dealing with, uh, I, I, for one, am uh, spending a lot of time alone uh, when I'm not working. I'm, I'm just kind of – I go home and I'm alone, usually, usually. Although I did have coffee with a friend this morning, but we sat outside. We wore masks. The place was pretty desolate, um, and we had a, a long conversation about all of the Mer the Americans that don't think they need to wear masks. And uh, <laughs> they think they can just go to – concerts and it's okay we made fun of those people which was quite fun well now i'm rambling and who gives a damn what i think uh what what else can i say oh yes uh please follow me on the social medias to find out what i'm doing this weekend at funny jones on instagram 
Uh, I've been putting up some funny photos and with captions there. I also have this thing called the Patreon, which is a way that you can support the podcast with a couple bucks a month. You get uh, that good feeling that you're supporting a five-day-a-week podcast, which, you know, Jonesy takes a lot of work, puts a lot of time into this. And uh, you also get that uh, good feeling you get when you get to see all of the extra content that you get to open up on the Patreon. There's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, so check that out. Some of it's very weird. Some of it's very funny. Some of it's very personal. Uh, you get a, an extra glimpse into my life. I was posting photos of my workplace in there and asking people to guess where I work. No one's no one's guessed. I'm still waiting for some guesses, guys. You're going to take a guess? Take a, Do I got to put more photos up? I'm working tomorrow. I'll, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. You guys can take a shot. Take a shot. Guess where I'm working. Guess what I'm doing. Uh, meanwhile, though, the... The Weird AF News podcast will continue five days a week, forever and ever, ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. I think they're adding another day of my work week. I was working three days. They're going to make me work four days, I think. But I'm still doing the podcast, of course. Sometimes I have to record the night before, and then I edit it while I'm on the job. Don't tell the boss, okay? (laughs) Keep the secret, okay? We want the podcast to keep going, keep going. I want to thank everybody who's supported the podcast through these three years. I'm coming up on three years, by the way. I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but here it goes. Can you tell I don't have a shirt on? Why don't you have a shirt on, Jonesy? Because it's hot in a closet. It's hot inside a closet where I record this podcast. Duh. Now for some phone calls. Hi, Jonesy. It's Michelle Zanta. Um, I'm listening to your episode when you're doing the Christopher Walking walk-in impersonation, and it is really hilarious. Well done. All right. Thanks for making me laugh. It's been a rough day. Okay. Have a good one. Stay safe. See you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Weird AF. New ooh, 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 oohs. Hey, Jonesy, it's Weird Chris from Richfield, Washington. Um, it's really nice to have all these stories coming out of uh, my side of the world, like the one you did today about the stolen car running into another stolen car. That's that's not too far away from me here. Um, this is my own little weird corner. Keep doing what you're doing, Jonesy. Jones, hey, it's Gus again from uh, Western New York. Um, the Animal Crossing butt plug combo. Well, that's interesting. I always thought that that would be brought in like through, you know, some some other video game first, not some family one or well, shitty kind of game, I guess. But that's pretty interesting. I think I want to attach it to my Modern Warfare, though, for every time I get blown up. That'd be fun. Ooh. Um, but also, that's I want to say, please put this on to call out. Where's Michael from Iowa City? I miss him. I haven't heard from him in a while, and he's one of the callers I always like to hear at the end with some nice comment or uplifting and a good good vibes for the day. So here's a shout out for Michael and a shout out for you, Jonesy. Love you guys. Let's keep it going. Bye. Yay! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Hey, Jonesy, I loved that uh, reference to Schoolhouse Rock that you did yesterday during your story about uh, the Dutch people removing the sex from their identification 
badges or uh, driver's licenses, I guess it was. Anyhow, you said that you're all for that and you, in general, are just ready to get rid of ID like that. You don't like carrying it around. And I always carry my wallet around with me everywhere I go. I'm never without it, so it's not a problem for me. Maybe being younger, you're just sticking your ID and your credit card in your back pocket, and that's all you carry. I have no idea what young people do these days in that sort of respect. But I was surprised you said, you know, let them use facial facial recognition on me or put a chip in me or something like that. And that really surprised me that you would say something like that because usually you're against governmental intrusions on you, and that very much surprised me about you. I would not want to be have the government using facial recognition or technology on me such as that, like planting a chip on me like a dog. But anyhow, uh, that did surprise me about you saying something like that, usually very much against that sort of thing. On your second story, you were talking about uh, the two stolen cars, the guy crashing into the gal, and I was laughing out loud when you inserted into the story that they're now dating each other. I thought that was freaking hilarious. And on the third story, where you're, uh, you said over in Berlin, the uh, the owners of the subway are suggesting people not wear deodorant in order to stink up the joint in order to get people to wear their masks properly. Uh, yeah, the problem with that is that if you're stinky on the way to work because you're not wearing uh, antiperspirant or deodorant, then you're going to smell all day at work, and that's not a good thing either. So um, what they also were doing is saying, um, Mr. Trump, you know, you're obnoxious and rude like bus drivers. They're kind of slamming the bus drivers uh, like they're elite if you're on the subway and you're obnoxious if you're a bus driver. That was kind of a slam on them, and that wasn't very nice. But anyway, uh, nice uh, nice set of three stories you had there. Keep on bringing them to us. Thanks, Gumby.